Hello, and welcome to Ask Mama Amy, a podcast promoting practical advice and resources for strong mothers. I'm your host, Amy Shao, single mom and estate planning attorney and founder of Shao Law. Hi, everybody. So today we have Jamali Fernandez, who's the founder of Soul Warrior Yoga. We're so excited to have her. Um, Jamali, so can you go ahead and share with us um, the origin? How did you come up with the name Soul Warrior Yoga? Well, thank you so much for having me. First of all, Amy, um, my name is Jamali and I'm a yoga instructor and I founded Soul Warrior Yoga um, out of the need really to provide yoga services to different people in the community. Um, I came up with the name because um, I was struggling at the time with some health issues. I, I'm a lupus patient and, um, and I was really struggling with my health and trying to find a way to sort of overcome the difficulties that I was encountering both physically because my, um, my kidneys were failing and I was going through um, dialysis and through chemotherapy to try to help me with the, um, to get the lupus under control. And so my body became really weak and I was very thin and uh, just fragile. And so I started working, I had already been introduced to yoga, but I started working more with my own body and spending less time at the gym because I was immunocompromised. So I couldn't be around a lot of germs. I could uh, spend more time by myself at home. And started practicing and really honed in on what the benefits of the yoga practice were and started to see a lot of improvement, not only in my physicality, but really in my mind and in my spirit and in the way that I was approaching what was happening to me. And so switching from becoming a victim, right, to sort of being in charge of what was happening. Um, and that to me is the spirit of a warrior. That's the spirit that that I was trying to convey. And soul, because it was really coming from within. It wasn't so much what was happening in the exterior, but what was happening within me. I was really battling um, to get to a place where I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't a victim of my circumstances, but I was going to become triumphant and an inspiration in the process. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And and just a little bit of context for everybody listening to the podcast. I match Amali when our babies are born. <laughs> so, yeah, our kids and, are <laughs> friends since birth. Yeah, we're breastfeeding at the same time. And I know. Um, and fond memories. And at that time, when I first met Jamali, she just came across as this super compassionate and loving person. I had no idea that she had to go through what she was going through. And her journey just amazed me. And so Jamali, could you share with us, like, what was, um, what was the hardest thing? Of course, the, the physical part of it, you just mentioned. And so yeah. what was the most challenging part during that journey? And how did you find the strength to be able to deal with that? Well, there, there was, there were definitely some really low times. And there was a point that I, I had to be um, hospitalized at Scripps Mercy for uh, my mental health. And so that was a really, a real wake up call and a very humbling moment because I was able to, um, I was given the tools that would carry me through the next step. And so sometimes you have to sort of hit that rock bottom in your journey to 
be humbled enough to ask for help. And that was a big moment for me. I'm a very independent woman. I like to do things on my own. I like to solve my own problems. And so to recognize that this was what was happening to me was so out of my control that I had to surrender to the journey. I had to allow, you know, professionals to help me out and, and figure out how I could sort of get myself out of that hole, that emotional hole that I was in. And so that was a a big moment, the moment that I realized that it's okay to ask for help, that it's okay to receive help. And it's okay to go through hard moments. You don't have to be this beacon of light and strength 24 seven. When you, it is really in the moments that you're most vulnerable, that really you can show your strength because being vulnerable It's a space where for many people, you might feel like you're being weak, but it's really a moment where you're showing the rest of the world that it's okay to not be 100% all the time Mm -hmm. and that people will be there in a compassionate way to lift you up. And so because I had that, I, I understood that it was pivotal for me to offer that to other people. And so that's sort of how my journey evolved from being on the mat into becoming a certified yoga teacher and then working with mothers because um, during the treatment of my lupus and going through chemotherapy, um, I was left uh, with a lot of issues to get pregnant. And I knew that going into the process that my reproductive system was probably going to be affected. I was already in my late thirties. And so it took a long time to, um, get pregnant. And once that happened, um, I was just, it was just the most transformative thing. So going back to the question, my lowest point was really when I almost lost my daughter during my pregnancy, because I, my body has had already been so compromised through the chemotherapy and through dialysis and through eventually a kidney transplant, (laughs) So many things. It's so many things um, that that uh, it really compromised my ability to carry my pregnancy to full term. And that was my lowest point. My lowest point was to finally get to the point where I felt like I had my dream in my hands and that it could slip away from me. Um, So, you know, those moments is really your tribe of the women that surround you that really carry you through those things. Um, And that makes you. You know, if you can't see the light in those moments when people are there to carry you, then I don't know what would make you open your eyes and open your spirit. I mean, to me, that was the moment that I said, you know, I if if I if people can do this for me, I can do this for others. And if, you know, they can see my worth in being supported, then I can see the worth in others in being supported in their own journey. Mm, oh my gosh. I love what you just shared. I'm, I'm almost I'm like trying to talk without, you know, letting my feelings get the best of me. And, and as a mom, like I know like that fear, like you had this little human in your inside of you and the fear of almost going to lose her. Like that is uh, just unimaginable. And, and yeah. you like having to deal with that on top of everything else. <laughs> so I love how you're able to, and instead of being thinking like a victim, you were able to just transform the whole experience into this just so inspiring and full of light. 
and and you're transform it in such a way that you're able to help so many people in our community. And so tell tell us a little bit more about the the yoga practice. So what how do you find strength or what is it about um yoga or the style of yoga that you do mm-hmm. that helps so much. Yeah. Okay. So I teach different modalities of yoga. I am a certified um hatha yoga teacher. I also have uh, a certification in prenatal, postpartum, um, yin yoga, yoga for trauma, and restorative yoga. <laughs> I almost consider myself like this eternal student of yoga, and I just keep wanting to learn more and more. Um, the style of yoga that I teach primarily is vinyasa yoga, but I think that the yoga that really um, changed it all for me was the prenatal yoga training and the postpartum yoga training. Because at that time, I, I was still being told that I would never be able to have children. And so it became my mission sort of support other women in their journey, even if that couldn't happen to me. And so my main passion, it's, it's, it's women. I love women. I love sisterhood. I love women that support women. I love to support women because there's something really special about connecting with other females. I think that in our society, um, we tend to put against each other so much and compete with each other so much. And so in my experience, my sisters, my friends that I've had since my childhood become my family. And I wanted to be able to help other women in their journey, even if I couldn't be a mother myself. And so when, once it finally happened and you experience this bliss, this joy, you want to be able to provide that care for any other female that's going through that. So it's not even so much about the practice itself. The practice is wonderful and it assists you if you want to have, you know, a natural birth, or if you want to have a more intimate birth in your home, um, prenatal yoga is definitely going to help you, but it's more about connecting the women in that space because that is such a transcend like transcending part of your of your life Mm -hmm. and um it's basically what like got us together right to to become friends is that we're all in this circle and this there's all these women from different backgrounds um different careers different places in the world And we're all there experiencing the same joys and challenges that come with motherhood. And so that's a very eye-opening moment. Motherhood can be very isolating, especially if you're a first-time mom. And here in San Diego, because this is a city of so many uh, people that come from so many places, right? Because we have a military um, background, because we have several universities here. A lot of people come from out of the, the city to be here. And so you find yourself oftentimes trying to find your tribe, trying to find people to connect. So if you can go into that space with other women that are experiencing the same things that you are, that perhaps your partners can understand or your single friends can understand, it creates this bond where all of a sudden we have this common denominator that we go into really vulnerable and really just raw in our experience, whether that has to do with struggling with sleep, with breastfeeding, with the isolation, with our partners that don't understand the challenges that we're experiencing, 
or just with postpartum in general, our hormones, and we don't even know what's happening to us. Just having that safe space to be able to share. Oh my God, like what a gift. What a gift. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely was a gift <laughs> meeting you, Jamali. <laughs> At that time, I like for myself, like it was really a transplant here. And mm-hmm. and I love what you just said about like the community and supporting each other, especially for first time moms, right? Like the partners don't necessarily yeah. have the, the, the guy partner no. has not had a baby before. It's totally no. Yeah. And, and so I, so I've had, um, I took your class, uh, one of your classes very early on many, many years ago. And what I love about your class was, um, and like you said, it's not just the yoga technicality of it. It's Mm -hmm. more about the soul connection and the compassion that comes Mm -hmm. with it to support each other. That's um, coming back to the soul warrior. um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Every mom is a warrior in a sense. Um, and so how do you define, strength and how do you um see what what is a strong mom to you to me strength can be defined in many different ways what i like to focus on is on spiritual strength Mm. um and spiritual strength going back to what we talked about can come in those vulnerable moments i think that a lot of people that have felt inspired by my journey always go back to the moments that perhaps they saw me in my struggle. Um, I think that it's in this day and age of Instagram where we are all putting on a facade of what we want others, other people to see when you actually get together in a circle and you are vulnerable, that's when you see the strength in women because Yes, you're talking about maybe a very raw moment for you, but you're not stuck in that moment, right? We're processing that moment. We're giving that moment space to breathe so that when we step out of that room or we step out of that circle, we have the strength and the comfort of knowing that other women are going through that and that nobody's judging you, at least not in that space, right? You can be your authentic self. That to me is beautiful. That to me is strength. It's not being defined by the things that happen to you, but rather how you move from those things and allow those things to become the fuel for who you want to become. So we all have intentions, aspirations, dreams, right? And anything that gets in the way of you getting to those dreams, then you want to get it out of the way. So those moments of like vulnerability allow you to see and be in that space and then move on from it. We don't want to shy away from the things that may be hurtful or negative. We want to acknowledge them and then say, you don't define me. I'm more than just this moment because moments pass, right? But we're still here. So not letting a moment define you and rather let that moment be fuel or inspiration for who you want to become. I think that is what I would define as strength. Oh my, I love that. I'm going to quote that. (laughs) (laughs) You are not your circumstances. You are not what happened to you. Those things are part of who you become, but you shouldn't let a negative experience, you know, bring you down and just, you know, but rather be a lesson. Anything in your life can be a lesson if you allow it to be. Even the hard times, that's where we grow. 
Mm-hmm. So instead of countering, actually embracing it, yeah, so much compassion and love, and mm-hmm. that's how to transform it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so if people want to get in touch with you or attend your classes, how can they um, get a hold of you? Absolutely. Um, you can find me on Facebook and you can find me on Instagram. My website is www.jamalifernandez.com. And my name I know is very unique, especially for Americans. <laughs> so it is spelled J-O-M-S-N-Mary-A-L-L-Y Fernandez with an F as in Frank, not Hernandez. Fernandez. Fernandez. Yes. Fernandez. Yes. I'll make sure to put the link at the at the show notes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jamali. Um, is there any uh, parting words or parting encouragements you want to give to our uh, listeners today? Absolutely. I think for all women to feel inspired by other women, find women that are doing amazing things that can inspire you to be a better person, surround yourself with people that are doing great things, because you are who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with greatness that serves as inspiration for you to also be great. So be the woman that you want other women to feel inspired by. I think that's the number one thing. I love it. Thank you so much, Jamali. It's so great having you. Thanks so much. You are so welcome. I can't wait to see you and hug you. Me too. Hopefully sooner than later. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Jamali. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Ask Mama Amy. Head over to AskMamaAmy.com for all the show notes and links you heard in today's episode. You'll also get my free legal tool for you to name legal guardians for your children so that you can leave them with abundant resources to support them and a total peace of mind. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review to tell us why. See you next time, mamas.